everyone, it's Lauren. Welcome to my show. This is take two. I tried to record a podcast video episode, but about a minute in, just stopped it because I was not feeling it. I am very self-conscious today because I wore a wrap dress to work that I've worn several times before. I've never had an issue with it, but today for some reason it just keeps getting undone and I keep flashing everyone in the front of my dress. Not to mention I tried to get bangs and it didn't work out. So now I just have like random pieces of hair in the front that look choppy and out of place. So not feeling my hottest. I will try to record a video episode for y'all again sometime in the future, but Today I wanted to talk about the reason why I have decided as of right now I will not be dating anyone anymore for the foreseeable future. I also wanted to do an update because my trip is, how many weeks away is it? It's like seven weeks away. Let's count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks away until I go on my venture to Europe and I go on a voyage to France, Portugal, Spain, Greece, and Italy. So I'm super stoked for that. And I have a lot of changes that I will be planning to announce in terms of the show. I'm thinking about doing a whole revamp and getting a website up and running. I'm working with the production team and a web developer to have all of that and my services and just where you can find everything. Also, I got my hands on my new book, Love is Insanity, a couple days ago, and I love the way that it turned out. I'm really proud of it. So I'm looking to have a book launch signing come in the near future, maybe next year. So you can check out that book. I'll link that in the show notes. And once I get the website up and running, I plan to have everywhere that you can reach me, all my socials and things like that, all in one good place. So why I'm not dating. (laughs) So I've had a lot going on in terms of romantic relationships lately. And the thing is, I really don't want to be dating. So I don't know why I even entertain potential people because I don't have an authentic desire to date right now. And um, I feel like it's just this compulsion where I feel like I need to be dating or I need to be talking to someone or entertaining someone or something. When this morning I realized that I have a lot of healing to do around my most recent breakup. So My ex and I dated for almost two years, and we broke up in July or June. It was right after my trip. I went to Italy and Greece, and I got back, and I realized that I had to break up with him for good. So we broke up, and I never really mourned the relationship. I I really didn't cry about it. I didn't grieve. I felt bad. I felt sad, but I knew deep down in my heart that it was the right thing to do because I was so unhappy. It was so unhealthy. And today on my way to work, I played my best of 2021 Spotify playlist, which Spotify is amazing. If you have Apple Music, please switch over. What are you doing with your life? You will not regret it. Please get Spotify. It's just the best $4.99 I spend every month. So anyway, I played this song and it's called Deep Blue by William Black. And I had listened to that song a lot when I first started seeing my ex and it just brought back so many memories of, you know, when you're in that honeymoon period and it's fresh and new and 
there's all that new relationship energy and you're just falling and crushing over someone. So that's what this song kind of represented to me. And I just started crying and I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, okay, this is a sign that deep down I know I have healing work to do. I'm not over this. And I just got really sad because towards the end I rationalized, well, I'm not in love with him anymore. And I really did fall out of love with my ex. And it was a sad process to watch because I thought he was going to be my person, the person I was going to marry and have a family with. And I envisioned us moving in together and all this stuff. And I really, really, really was in love with him at some point. I loved him a lot. And over the months and the years, I felt myself slowly falling out of love with him because he became very controlling, very emotionally and verbally abusive. And I wasn't perfect, don't get me wrong. I definitely did things in that relationship that I wasn't proud of and I became someone that I didn't like. But I think it was all reactive abuse, honestly. Like, it brought out the worst in me. And he broke up with me numerous times. I want to say three times over the span of, like, six months. I felt so damaged, I mean, so broken. And he essentially told me that I was hard to love and that it was a burden to love. And unless I changed everything about myself, he couldn't love me. So his love was very conditional. He didn't accept me. He had a lot of resentment because I'm a wild, free bird. You know, I'm I'm unhinged. I'm uninhibited. I'm unfiltered, I'm messy, and he wanted me to be perfect, and I couldn't be this perfect person for him, so he thought he was so much better than me, and it made me feel irreparably flawed, and just inherently bad, and I lost a lot of respect and integrity and dignity for myself in that relationship. I I lost a lot of confidence that I had been working so hard to build throughout the years, as particularly from a very traumatic, violent, and abusive relationship in my early 20s. So I need to do a lot of self-esteem work around that. And he definitely, I'm not blaming him. And I take personal accountability for where I fucked up in that relationship. And things happened and transpired that, you know, I'm not proud of, as I said. So I do take responsibility for that um, and have compassion and patience for myself and understanding why I did those things. But also so much gratitude for him because he really was a mirror reflection of the wounded shadow parts of me that I recognize I need to work on loving, you know, and, and he was very critical of me. And it was just a mirror projection of where I am still verbally, emotionally abusive and critical in myself. So that happened all over the summer and it really sucked because he was my best friend, (laughs) you know, and I, I definitely miss him sometimes, but I'm feel so free that we're not together. And something that scares me is that when I start dating people, you know, they admire and appreciate how, how much of a wild free bird and free spirit that I am. And then over time, I guess they feel like they can't control me. So they cage me into this 
box and try to fit me into their version of myself. And I just feel small and smothered. And I love my independence. I love my freedom and I cannot be controlled. So when people try to make me a shell of myself, they start to hate me and then treat me poorly because they recognize that they can't manipulate me or at least they try to. And I have let myself be mistreated and manipulated so many times in relationships that I don't want that for myself anymore. At least my higher self doesn't want that for myself. Maybe my inner wounded child and subconsciously I want that because I do continue to attract that still. So after we broke up, I said I need some time by myself. So I took about a month or two just completely alone, refinding myself and who I am and what I want. And then I started talking to someone at work in September and it didn't work out with this person. You know, he openly told me I'm very emotionally unavailable. I fear commitment. I have mommy issues. And essentially we had sex and that was that. And he was talking to multiple girls at work, but that was fine because I I didn't want a serious relationship anyway. And, um, then after that, I took about a month off and last month I started experimenting with the dating apps and I realized I hate online dating so much. I've sworn it off so many times, but then I keep going back to it because it's like, what other way is there? And mostly the reason I was on the apps wasn't for authentic purposes. It was simply for a distraction, for coping, for numbing, and for pure entertainment and attention seeking, which is fine. You know, it's okay to seek validation outside of us. Sometimes we're all human. It's normal to want attention and affection and love. But I don't like meeting people off of dating apps because I feel very unsafe. I have been sexually assaulted before on a first date off of someone I met online and I don't feel safe. It doesn't feel authentic. And you're simply going based off of this picture they portray. It's superficial, which is fine because humans are superficial, but you're not getting the full person. You're not getting their body language, the way they walk, their voice. So I don't like that. You know, I am big off of energy and I can't see your vibes through a profile picture selfie, (laughs) you know? So I didn't end up meeting anyone off of line and I took a break. I deleted the dating apps. And then this person, this is most recently reappeared, uh, not reappeared, but appeared off of online that I started talking to and we FaceTimed, we talked on the phone and I'm starting to recognize that I really don't feel comfortable allowing anyone into my space right now. Um, I'm leaving in seven weeks, so I don't really see a point in starting anything just to stop it. You know, I definitely plan on dating in Europe um, safely, of course, but I really don't want anything serious right now. I don't want a commitment. Whenever I go through a breakup, I need at least a year to be by myself and heal. And it's only been like four five months at the most. So I don't feel ready. I really don't um, see myself craving or desiring a long-term connection right now. So I made a promise to myself today that no more dating apps, no more 
flirtatious situationships, like entertaining things, because not only is it not authentic for them, but also it's doing a disservice to myself because what I really need right now is turning that attention inward because I have a lot of things that I need to work on within myself. And with this current situation, um, I'm definitely seeing a lot of red flags Again, going back to, uh, I need my space, I need my independence, my freedom, and this person that I've been talking to and I haven't actually met yet wants to FaceTime and talk on the phone multiple times a day, and it's just too much for me. Also, openly admitting that they're very uncomfortable being alone, and I can't be someone's parent, I can't be someone's healer, I can't be someone's savior, I can't be that person for everyone to meet all of their needs. You know, Uh, I don't want to be someone's mother. I don't want to teach someone how to treat me again, ever again. And that's just anxious attachment 101. And I'm avoidant attachment. So there's no coincidence why we would have manifested each other. So what I'm working on right now is since I did agree to hang out with this person and now I'm not feeling it anymore, that I am allowed to change my mind. I am allowed to say no and honor that and really listening inward because my intuition is like, run, don't do this. You don't want this. Don't do this. And I keep rationalizing and justifying and making excuses for why I should do it. Oh, well, I should just give this person a chance. Oh, maybe in person it will be different. But that gut feeling and my instincts have never, ever been wrong in the past. Like, I've ignored it so many times and been so disconnected and detached from it historically that when I look back and reflect on my situations, I'm like, yeah, I knew that from the start. I felt that energetically from the start, but I ignored it or I looked past it or let people talk me out of it. And it's it's really never been wrong. So it's just so hard though when you're in a situation to remove yourself from it because you're you can't see it objectively. Your emotions are invested and your heart's involved and it's very complex and complicated. But all in all, I think I just need to remove the opposite sex <laughs> in that way from my lens for the next seven weeks. Um, I definitely want to go out and meet people when I am in Europe. I think it would be fun. And I do get lonely sometimes. You know, some days I'm like, I really want to be dating and going out and meeting people. And other days I'm like, absolutely, I don't. I just want to be left alone. Um, I'm also very busy too. So it's, I don't know. I would rather save those people for women or folk who actually really do want to date and fall in love and meet their person because I I don't right now. Right now, what I want for myself is doubling or tripling my income. I want to focus on getting a remote job, flourishing in my career, doing personal development work, and just concentrating on my writing and my art and my content creation. That's really what I want for myself. I don't see a soulmate in that Uh, what I want for myself in the next six months. You know, maybe in a couple of years, sure. But right now, I think it's in my best interest to just take that off the table and be alone. And I do notice where I am seeking external gratification. 
But again, it's not authentic. And I'm coming back to that word a lot in this podcast because that's a core value that I'm really striving to obtain for myself is authenticity in all of its forms. I have a very, very difficult time expressing myself authentically. I have a hard time speaking the truth and being honest and saying no because it goes back to codependency or people pleasing, what have you, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't feel safe to express myself honestly or authentically. And you can psychoanalyze that all you want, but I have to work on that or else I'm just going to keep attracting abuser after abuser, after narcissist, after sociopath, after like people that prey on that and take advantage of your good nature. But I am not the victim here, you know, and, and I'm working on reclaiming my personal power and feeling empowered. And I don't think I can do that while I'm dating because it's too much of a distraction. It takes away that inward focus and it's concentrated outside of me. And of course, like, you know, I'm a very sexual person. I really crave human connection. I love love, but I'm also not big on casual sex and I don't feel comfortable having casual sex with people. So it's just hard. It's hard when you have different desires and they're pulling you in so many different directions. I get it. It's not cut and dry. It's not black and white, but it all goes back down to ultimately honoring your needs and what you need at this time. So to make this applicable to you, where in your life do you feel like your energy is scattered? Where do you feel that you're being pulled in so many different directions or you say you want one thing, but then you do another or vice versa. You do one thing, but you say you want another, you know? Um, It comes back to refocusing and balancing all of those desires and concentrating on what you authentically, your soul needs right now and getting clear on that because with clarity comes a lot of insight. And I think right now what I'm craving is to feel grounded. I don't feel grounded. I feel really fucking scared because I don't know what the future holds. The next couple of months are going to completely change my life. And I feel really intimidated by that. I don't know what it's going to bring. I just know that it's going to completely shift the trajectory of the course for the rest of my life. And it's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel fear. But I have to know that I got me and I cannot abandon myself anymore just to make other people happy. So I decided with this person that I was supposed to hang out with this week, I am going to end whatever is going on. I clearly can't give this person what they're seeking right now. Um, I don't have the wherewithal or the energy to provide that to someone um, and I cannot be responsible for someone else feeling needed anymore. So I'm going to kindly and gently with love close that door and um, also have been texting with, you know, an ex recently. And and I don't know about all that. Um, 
I don't know what my intention with that was. I'm not really sure. But I don't feel like my intentions lately have been pure. And that's why I feel I need to kind of cut back on that. And, um, you know, don't do myself that disservice. And it's scary to be alone. It's scary to be by yourself. Sometimes it feels quiet and lonely and boring. And especially if you've been programmed for chaos and drama and tumultuous situations and to feel like love is supposed to be turbulent and dysfunctional, that silence, that peace, that calm could feel very unsettling. So I think that's the work is to lean into that discomfort rather than to shy away from it and distract yourself and to numb and do whatever coping mechanism we do to avoid that because it it definitely comes back to avoidance and the opposite is the medicine the opposite is the medicine I notice myself what I want to do with this person is to just keep making excuses keep pushing off us hanging out and hope that that will let him down nicely he'll get the hint and go away (laughs) that sounds so mean go away but um that just goes back to conflict avoidance and being non-confrontational so my higher self what's going to challenge me and push me to rise to the occasion and ultimately become the person that I want to be which is an assertive confident self-assured person that speaks their truth is full of dignity and authenticity that person would be okay with changing their mind, be okay with saying no. They would set a boundary and express themselves from a transparent place. So that's the medicine. That's where the growth lies, is in doing the opposite of what you want to do as a self-protective defense measure. And and I notice that, that theme, that pattern popping up in my life continuously over and over again like clockwork is me fearing saying no me fearing that I don't have the right to change my mind me feeling bad and then sacrificing my authentic truth and needs to appease someone else and it hasn't served me it's never worked out well for me in the past and I don't really see it being of much use for growth in the future And if you're dissatisfied with the circumstances of your life, it means that you've been repeating these patterns and going down a certain path. And there has to be a point where you want the life for yourself more than you want the familiar, the comfort, the feeling sorry for yourself, the victimization mindset. You have to want that other life for yourself more than you want the familiarity and all that jazz so that's what I'm realizing that's what I'm recognizing I don't know if any of this makes sense um (laughs) but that's kind of just what's coming through right now and I'm wondering if any of you can relate if you have you know anything similar going on if you resonate with this message I'm not sure so in the next few weeks um I only have a couple more interviews lined up because I don't feel like doing interviews when I'm traveling, but I definitely plan to record a lot of content when I'm traveling. I have a feeling I'm going to be very creatively inspired and I'm going to be vlogging the whole thing. I have to buy myself a uh, dash. I don't know what it's called, but where you have the camera on you, a GoPro. I think that's what it's called. I'm going to buy myself a GoPro 
and you can travel Europe with me. I think that will be really exciting. So stay tuned for that. And definitely going to work on my book while I'm in Europe, uh, Confessions of a Wallflower. I'm really excited for that. I think it's going to be a really awesome book and um, some blogging and we'll see what's going on with the job. I don't know. I've kind of decided to take a pause on that because I really don't want to be working while I'm traveling. I think that will take the beauty out of it if I'm like in France and I'm stuck in my Airbnb five days a week just working. I won't really have the chance to go out and adventure and explore, which is what I want. So I think I'm going to put that on pause and start applying for jobs, you know, when I get back, because uh, then I'll actually be able to sit down and focus on my work. But we'll see what new opportunities and people I meet and things that arise out of this trip. Um, I, I feel like something really good is going to happen. And don't get me wrong, I'm nervous and I'm scared. <laughs> And I'm hella intimidated because I've never done anything like this before. It's a stretch, but I feel like something really beautiful is going to, you know, come from this and be cultivated and manifested. Um, Even just my sense of self and my independence and proving to myself that I'm capable. Uh, I think it's really fucking awesome when we have doubts about ourselves or limiting beliefs and then we challenge that by doing something that scares the shit out of us and we feel like we can't do and then we do it and we're like, wow, I, I do have potential. I do have the capability to do that. It is possible for me. So prove to yourself that what you want is possible for you and and see what comes of that. See the respect that you build for yourself out of that and that's where I'm at. So I just wanted to touch base and say hi. And I thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And if you want to connect with me, you can reach me on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti. I'm on and off of it um, throughout the weeks. I'm not really a huge fan of social media. I do see its purpose, but it's just very time consuming. And I find that when I delete social media apps off of my phone, I, I just free up so much more time for myself. So, um, also big news here is that I am meeting my birth mother this month. I am so excited to meet her and I cannot wait to meet my birth family. So if you don't know, I was adopted and I've always felt like something is missing. I always felt this longing identity crisis. I don't know where I belong and I'm 28 years old and I'm meeting my birth mom and hopefully my half little brother, little half brother, uh, as well around Thanksgiving. So that will be really magical. And I feel like I'm just going to get so much sense of closure from that. I had so many challenges with that growing up, definitely an abandonment wound and an attachment wound from an early age because of that. And, um, I think it will be very eye opening and just, I I can't even begin to describe how much healing that that's going to give to me. So I am super stoked for that. So all in all, I'm sure I'll have a lot of talk to talk about at the end of this month. I'm just taking one day at a time, trying to not worry so much about the future and just trying to live in the present and trust that it will all work out as it's divinely intended and planned to. Um, Not that it's planned because life doesn't go as planned, but that it will be meant to. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening again, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Take care, my loves.